Because I haven't seen Ricardo or talked to him in a minute, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he pops in probably like just in the nick of time at the end. But anywho, uh, I just wanted to talk about one story that came across my timeline this week, where it was uh, based out of Mississippi. This this young woman who looks like she's in her twenties, like probably honestly no older than twenty five. She looks pretty young to me, but uh, she has five kids. I have not watched the video just because I have been protecting my mental space, like not watching anything that looks traumatic or dramatic or that'll keep me on edge. Um, I try to keep things like really light as far as um, things that I watch. Um, But I didn't watch the clip. But the story goes, she found out her guy was married and tried to take her life and the life of her five kids. They were in the car. Um, did y'all hear about the story? Yeah, I definitely did. So I definitely uh saw like I saw really the reactions to it after the fact, and I was like I saw people saying like I don't care what I found out, there's no way I hurt myself or my kids. Um, and then the story popped up, so I was like, oh, okay, that's what the fuck people are talking about. But uh, after the incident, the girl posted a couple of things on her social media. She said, "I'm okay." And my like my girls are safe. Uh, I just I didn't mean for this to happen like this. She said that she was trying to get attention from the guy whose name is Glenn. Apparently, um, she was trying to get attention. He was asleep because she did it late at night. And she said that her phone dropped, and when she reached down to get it, that's how she lost control of her car. So next thing she knows, they're in the hospital. And my, this shit kind of blew me because I'm like, I mean, Mercedes was nice enough to share some like kind of wild stories or whatever with us and her ex, but I just don't see this. Like, I, I'm not creeping in nobody's house. Uh, I'm not about to go on live and try to get attention and try to hurt my own kids. Like, this shit is is mad wild. And I feel like people, this is this is why people need to be quarantining and staying their ass in the house. I say it every week. Because you wouldn't be out here doing no shit like this if you was just quarantining and minding your business at home. That's how I feel. Well, she's she's odd, to say the least. Um, One thing that, she didn't have all the kids in the car. She has more than two kids. They show two kids in that little profile. If I'm correct, she has like four. She has four. 
and she had the girls in the car with her, and she left the boys with her mama. I don't even know what said, that's about. Like, what? That was kind of even more intentional. Like, are the kids his? Like, is that the implication here, or? Yeah, I, maybe she, maybe the girls were his, and the boys weren't. That's all I could assume. And the mm-hmm. boys were older, if I'm correct. A little bit older, not much, but. Well, it wouldn't make sense because the little boy, he was young. Anyway, needless to say, the whole situation was ridiculous. But this brings about the conversation that we need to have within the Black community and stop brushing mental health under the rug. She clearly has mm-hmm. a mental problem. She mm-hmm. clearly has a problem. And even though her feelings were hurt, to go to those drastic measures to possibly save some kids and not the others, to get on live, to get his attention, those aren't normal reactions to that right. type of stuff. If anything, someone like me, which I find myself to be in a sound, healthy mental state, fuck you, I'm walking away from the shit. You can right. kiss my ass, and I can, you can go down to um, family court to get visitation for these kids. I have nothing left to say to you. You could have disclosed the fact that you were married. You put me in a messed up situation that made me look bad. But I will give her this much. Clearly, she was not, she didn't know she was messing with a married man. I give her that much. She wasn't some hussy breaking up a uh, happy home. She didn't know. So everybody's reaction may be different, but there is no way you can consider that a stable mindset with the way she reacted. No way. Mm. No way at all. She needs help. Yeah, it's definitely off the wall. I think, like, what, for me, like, based on what you said, for me, the, like, the comment that kind of solidifies she ain't all there is because when she uh, posted, she said, I love kids she didn't say I love my kids she said I love kids and I wouldn't do anything to hurt them like anybody that knows me knows I wouldn't hurt them and I just didn't mean for it to go that way but the fact that she said I love kids and not I love my kids that shit was a weird flex and I was like "Mm, yeah she really ain't all there because that response alone just says she wildin you know what I think I think we I think we watched too much uh too much television like how, how you figured that part out like that's something that you would see like in a mystery show <laughs> right it just gave me that weird odd uh, feeling of a but, disassociation with her own responsibility like bitch them your kids yeah and, and i'm not cracking on the od i'm just saying like uh a lot of people would not have picked up on that you know and in a case in a case like this it's important to because i mean this woman clearly needs help you know and the the whole thing with social media is that now these people are kind of putting their problems on display, you know, yeah. maybe in a way it's good. Well, that thankfully no one got hurt. So maybe it's right. good. Now she'll get the, you know, maybe now she can get the help that she needs, but it's just kind of, you know, back in the day, people just kind of kept that thing under wraps and people suffered like, the silence, you know, and it's what's the next bat. Like what's the next crazy girl going to do though? Like, I feel like, <clears throat> People who are attention seekers don't have boundaries when it comes to getting the attention that they want. Right. So I feel like there is somebody somewhere out there that might look at this and be like, but did Glenn come see her or not? Because if he did, then it's still all worth it. I don't know. We're going to see what happens, but I hope, I don't know, like, what do you guys think as far as um, what should happen with her kids? You think that would be too harsh? to take them away or should she just get help she should just she, get help she I needs think. help but she needs she should be able to me 
she should be able to still be in contact with her kids, but some other family member needs to intervene temporarily yeah, and help. I agree. Um, until she until she goes through all the therapy that she needs because this ain't it. I she agree. needs help. Definitely. And her family does not need to brush under the rug with some oh she but she's a great mother. She may be the best mother there is. But for that very moment, she put her kids' lives in danger over a stinking man who has a wife. So there's something wrong. That's she right. might she might have some other issues that nobody knows about. For any, she can have personality disorder. She can have anything. She can have so many issues, but because it goes undiagnosed, because again, in the black community, we don't want to have anything wrong with us. You know, you got to go pray. No, it's not. I don't think it's that entirely. I think it's, you just got to pray it away. Yeah, you know? just give it to God. Mm-hmm. Give it to God. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to give it to God and this good old therapist, but okay. Right. That's for me and my house. <laughs> God gave me this therapist I'm about to use, but yeah, that's, that's right. all I have for today. <laughs> all right, that actually, uh, I guess that would lead into my topic of uh baby mamas and kids kind of so in waco texas about two nights ago what about two days ago there was a a video that went viral um it was a black guy Uh, he was living at his mother's house his baby mother who was white and hispanic and unfortunately we have to call the races in this part because this is a racist situation um she was also living with them or at their house for an extended period of time for whatever reason so she, um, yeah, for whatever reason. So the, uh, in the video, you, you, you barely hear him respond to anything that she said, that, that, that she said. Um, and, but she's on this ramp, this rant against his mother, calling her a monkey, calling her uh, the N-word with a hard ER. And also when the mother pointed out the fact, well, she was like, she was like, yo, your baby is half of that N-word that you're calling me. And she looked at the baby like, like, and, you know, she just was, mm-hmm. I mean, when I say bitter, the epitome of bitter was just disgusting. So her, his sister, his sister ended up posting it or whatever and was saying basically how she was cowardice when she was, when she, you know, was ready to confront the girl or whatever. And the girl's family also commented saying, like, we ain't like that. She, but she been like that. You know, we, we got a melting pot of races in this family, black, white, Asian, whatever, Hispanic. We, we all races in this family as far as race and color. She's racist, and she uses the N-word a lot. And I'm like, and y'all just let her do the shit? Like, ain't nobody, ain't now with y'all busting her ass in the face because um, I'm sorry to say it, but if y'all is such a melting pot of a family, y'all probably got some little Negro kids too. And y'all just let her come with the racist bullshit around y'all? That's neither here nor there. I'll never understand people of a particular race not standing up the way they should when it comes down to certain things, but mm-hmm. I digress. So back to the uh, mama or whatever. So uh, well, back to the son. So and with the sister, she actually created a GoFundMe to so-called help her brother get custody what? and any legal help, yes, for her oh, brother, for her brother to get legal help to get his daughter away from her. Um, the sister or the mother ended up calling CPS and getting CPS involved down in Waco. And they're doing, um, like, you know, well checks on the child regularly. So, anyway, needless to say, needless to say, as a black woman watching that video, 
the first thing that came to my mind was the first thing, the biggest complaint in the black community is the black man not defending the black woman. And that, not, fuck that girl. The black woman was his mother, the one who gave birth to him, the one that gave him a roof at that current moment, the one who gave that bitch a roof at that moment, as well as her granddaughter. And not one time in that video did you hear him defend that black woman who did everything for him. That was right. what stuck out the most to me. Secondly, I kind of tried to look at both sides of a situation, and I was considering that maybe, just maybe, he wasn't saying much in the video to further incriminate her and let the sure. whole terrible video be all about her ignorance so that he could display it to the I public. Because I'm sure that, that that was it, but I also thought about something else. Um, maybe there's, we don't know what he called her, especially if she has Hispanic roots. Maybe yeah. he's throwing racial slurs at her too. And he couldn't say it on the video because, like you said, he's recording it for a court. You know, yeah. he's compiling evidence. But we right. don't know that that man didn't talk shit about her. And Which her is true. We don't know. Right. The racial slurs at her. It just wasn't Which is true. that clip because he was the right. one recording it. That is very true. It, it wasn't caught in that very moment. Needless to say, she was comfortable going on this racist rant. She was comfortable with everything that was going on. Yeah, even with her daughter on the hip. Mother. Right. That that was the big no-no for me. And technically disrespecting the baby when the mama pointed out, you know, well, your baby had flag. You calling her N-word too. She didn't give a damn. She looked at the baby like, hey, like, 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 what? Are you serious? But this is a, this on the other, on the flip side of that problem. Black men finding these and the girl when I tell you that, that thing was sloppy if y'all don't have a chance to look at the video sloppy looking white or Hispanic women putting them on some type of a pedestal or of some sort and choosing them mm -hmm. over what's at the house or the black women this is what you end up with eventually the true colors come out now don't get me wrong all white people are not that ignorant all Hispanic people aren't that ignorant but unfortunately it's very well known that men or even black women i've seen black women like i don't it was this video that went viral some years back where this his this uh mixed woman she had a black native black a uh, white mom she was in a relationship with a straight up caucasian guy and he was going on this racial rant calling her the n-word nb everything that you can think of and this is who she laid up next to and was pregnant by mm -hmm. like how do y'all how do y'all even get off with somebody like that and then you know that's how they are I don't get it, but yeah. that's my mind blowing. Definitely mind blowing. Yes. I think um what's the name? What's what's the one that came out with like conscious rap like uh late last week or maybe early this week? And he's used to, like he's used to doing uh like ignorant type rap. Whatever that whatever that dude's name is. He came out with um I think it was like Lil Baby. One of those, one of the babies. I don't know, not the baby though. There's so many of them. It's it was one of the babies. I'm pretty sure, but there's like eight babies the out baby. there. <laughs> and um, he was like doing like he he did a music video at like a Black Lives Matter protest, which was like a 180 from the content he normally releases. But a couple of years ago, this dude said some some problematic shit at Nipsey Hussle's funeral. And um, he was talking about how Lauren London had to like raise these like, babies. No, no, not him, not him. Oh, was it no, Kodak? Kodak? 
because Kodak was talking about dating Lauren London. This dude said, oh. oh, damn, like, now Lauren got to raise these beautiful light-skinned babies, like, all alone or some shit like that. And that was, like, his problematic statement. And, but I was just um, thinking about how many statements like that are damaging because people hear them and they're on some shit like, oh, like, raising these light-skinned babies is going to be a better experience than just having babies with whoever, you know, darker tone or whatever, another, a regular black woman. And I think this is who they're reaching when they're talking about this shit, because in his mind, he probably like, oh yeah, I'm about to have me a little Spanish baby. That made my baby's gonna have this really nice hair and all this other dumb shit that it has nothing to do with anything. And then you get dudes who don't defend their mama when she pops off of the mouth. Problematic all the way around. You know, I always got jokes, and when I saw the video, and I was just like, you know, when you got to confront your baby daddy, but you can't find a babysitter, like all she's, she's saying all that stuff, and she's got her baby in her hands, and the baby don't know what's going on. She's got her passing. Right. She's just like chilling. She's like, oh yeah, <laughs> the adults are loud. Oh okay. I need someone. Someone change me, please. <laughs> and you know what? Kids grow up quick. I mean, that video is always going to be out there. Um, it's been reposted mm-hmm. and sent around. A thousand different times over the past couple of days, if not a million different times. Uh, if she sees it, then when what? she sees it, when she yeah. sees it, it's not a matter of it. She, that little girl gonna be ten years old tomorrow, <laughs> growing up fast. Oh yeah, fast. kids grow fast as hell. Three weeks from now, she'll mm-hmm. have a job. <laughs> right. But yeah, that the whole situation was. Definitely, it, when I first watched it, I literally got hot. I was mad. I was pissed. And I think I was mm-hmm. more so pissed um, for his lack of response. But then on the flip side of it, I was curious about why. And like you said, it could be for lack of incrimination on himself or or uh, lack thereof. Didn't want to put too many words in and allow her to incriminate herself. And so right. whether it be uh, the courts, DSS, whomever can see how crazy this bitch is, um, how she actually feels about her daughter's skin color. Um, but I think when the girl first started talking, that was doing the commentary on the video, she was like, we're not going to support this bullshit. He, as a black man, he chose that, that woman. He need to deal with it. And so a lot of people were like, ain't nobody giving him no money on GoFundMe. You put yourself in that situation. You had sex with that girl. And I don't blame him. I'm going to go look up the GoFundMe and see how much money on it right now. I'm really curious. But, I'm definitely yeah. curious. <laughs> I'm about to find out, honey. I'm going to go do some research. But I want to know, too, because I will update you guys before the end of the show because I want to know. We'll come back. Okay. I'm done for now. <laughs> it's probably $8. <laughs> it's like, that's too much. Anybody trying to donate to that horse shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm not built for, I, I, I like to live a drama free life as much as possible because there's never going to be a life without drama. You never, there's never going to be a relationship without drama. And for someone like me, I am never going to say, even though I do prefer black women, I'm never going to say that I wouldn't date someone from another race. My next girlfriend may be white. She may be Hispanic. She may be from San Salvador, if that's even a real country. I think I just made that up. She, <laughs> yeah, may, you know, she may be from Korea. I don't know what the, what, the, what the universe has in store for me. I'm open to all things. But I'm and, not built. But the thing is, he had to know that she was like that when he was dating her. 
Yeah. I don't think that's something and that just came out because she was mad. You know what I mean? He had to know she was like that when he was dating her in the first place. So. And it's my belief that no matter how glorious a Caucasian is, no matter how they seem to be affiliated with us, even if they grew up with us, I think deep down in their soul, because their skin is their past, that a significant trigger or a significant event will bring that very monster out of, let's think of the whitest, the purest white person we know. I can't even think of nobody pure like that. What about Jane? What about uh, the doctor? What's her name? Jane? Huh? You know who I'm talking about. Who? The white lady. Oh, the only exception. Oh, oh the white lady. Oh, they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think even her, because even when she talks about it, you don't hear a condescending tone sometimes in some of her speeches. Hmm. Almost like, that's, I'm that's white, and I'm superior. That's why that's I know this. That's the most person I can think of. I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, I grew up with people. I've been with people. I've been, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I've dated a couple Caucasians. And I ain't saying all of them come out, but instances, skews of that privilege, of that underlying racism. Because they won, in many ways, they feel like some of them feel like they can save us. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, I can help you because you need extra help because you're black and the system is against you. To me, that's an inherent racism. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh, Bill, yeah. Bill Burr talked about in one of his routines about the whole movie about the uh, the, the white savior where they go to like an all black school and then they're like, well, let me guess. At first they don't accept you. <laughs> and then and then you win them over. Next thing you know, you got a do rag on, you're, you know, you're you know, you're you're chilling, you know, and you know, you talk about how derivative those movies are. The whole white I just movie. said the other day, so, so <laughs> I was asked the other day, like what one of the worst movies for the culture was and i said dangerous minds i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> and i said it for those oh, i was thinking reasons. i was, I was thinking tv4 with chris rock no yeah, i love tv4 that might have been it right there i love that movie cb4 was hilarious <laughs> so did i but look how much damage it did straight out of low cash crazy motherfucking thing <laughs> well all i'm saying is we got that blackity black gift for all eternity, so I'm seeing you for I'm grateful. Every Black History Month, I, I I have to do that thing at least once. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> right. And I'm black, and I'm um, black, and I'm black, and black, y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm forever grateful to see before for that, but Dangerous Minds can go for that exact reason. Yeah, that wasn't one of my favorite movies. And it wasn't What's-Her-Name in, in a movie kind of like that, uh, the one from Million Dollar Baby. I could have sworn she was in, the, in a similar type of movie. Hillary Swank, but I don't know what movie you're talking about. I I, I, uh, I, might, I might have the wrong person, but I thought she is was... It, uh, it was the one about the Freedom Rider. Is that her? Yeah, that's, her, it. That that's it. Yeah. Okay. Hers oh, was a little bit different, those white though. savior movies. One of those white savior movies again. Can we get a movie where white people are accurately portrayed like i've never seen one somebody said oh read green, watch green book oh okay <laughs> yeah. see this is this yeah. is the, the crazy part is trust me i know right now is probably the worst time for any interaction with white people right now but there are actually some really good white people out here and oh oh girl her name is jane elliott i like jane her elliott, but then she kind of uh she kind of i'm not gonna say she rose me the wrong way at some point but she is so bent on making white people feel what we feel 
sometimes I forget she, I, I feel like she forgets the narrative of what she's actually working towards. Like, mm-hmm. I, I might have seen one of her videos and just not knew who she was. If you're it, it, Jane is like, Jane is like a, I guess she comes from the same era. She might be the same age. She kind of rubs, I, I like what, I like her inner spirit of what she's doing or what she's trying to do, but it's almost like a Bernie. It's like, uh, you need to do it differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's don't what that's you said exactly. Don't don't snow on the bluff, Jane. <laughs> oh, I love her to death. She's she's one of the ones that you know definitely sees the world for what it is, no matter which view she viewpoint she you know she looked at everything from all angles, and I I like that about her. And um, she did this one class one time where she separated everybody with blue eyes or green eyes or with like some green thing on, right. and she made them feel the oppression that minorities go through whether they're black, Hispanic, anything with a brown skin tone, she made them go through it. And when I tell you them white girls cracked under pressure, they were crying and, uh, why me, why not me, or whatever. It was crazy. I, I really like that experience when she did that one. I'll post it in the group in a little bit if you guys haven't seen it. But I do have an update on the GoFundMe amount, and it is $63. Yeah, I, and Blue, I, 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 Blue, I wasn't laughing too when, when you were doing your commentary. I was laughing because Mercedes posted the GoFundMe page, and I saw you only had sixty three dollars, and I and, and I started laughing. So I wasn't laughing. At you. I was laughing. At, I was laughing at that person's GoFundMe page. How horrible is that? And how long was that page up there? Um, I think it's been up for a couple of days now. Um, this oh. happened what, like three? Yeah, they created three days ago. Three days ago, sixty three dollars. Well, if it took EBT, I sure would hook it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's I'm so a- many GoFundMe pages out there, and there are some people who are philanthropic, you know, who who like to donate to people's GoFundMe pages. But usually, it's for something like, you know, I'm in the hospital, I can't pay my bills, and you know, and people who, you know, they'll they'll chip in five dollars or whatever to help people out. You know, that's there's nothing wrong with that. But GoFundMe is definitely not healthcare, you know, and it's it's, definitely, not. it's definitely not a legal defense or life insurance or life insurance. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, and my last little bit of my opinion on that, old boy gonna have to fight that out with that baby mama he chose on his own. Fuck, fuck him and her. His mama and his innocent daughter were left hanging in the balances of the argument. Fuck him and her. He'll figure it out. And that's on that. <laughs> I don't know. She she'd have been she'd have been filling my front door because I'd have been like, yeah, okay, I don't need this. I'm gonna go back and play some Xbox and just you know do some dishes, something you know just boyfriend stuff <laughs> she didn't even have a car she couldn't run anywhere yeah i could tell she, she looked like a... she was waiting on the lift or something that's what mm, she like. didn't have a car she lived with them you unappreciative bastard <laughs> how, how you gonna start something and, and then be waiting on uber and if uber don't show up on time you get your ass kicked <laughs> still and then what she did she just kept re- yelling racial slurs yeah fuck them all mm-hmm. so the baby and the mama they they were innocent in the situation Right, that's it for me. Mercy up next. What's up? Oh, I, 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 I'll say this, okay? You know, I got to start with a little bit of commentary before I get in the meat and potatoes of it. Of course. You know, uh, when I was younger, I wasn't even, I mean, sometimes you fight, you know, sometimes you win fights. Sometimes, How long ago was that? Sometimes you lose fights, you know, it happens, you know, but some people get in certain situations that change them for the worse. You, if you ever see a documentary on Tukey Smith, the uh, infamous gang leader, right? There was a guy who was yeah. in the documentary, and I and I, I was trying to find his name before the show today because this kind of popped into my head when I when I saw the story earlier. Uh, well, I saw it yesterday, and um, he talked about how Tukey and a couple of his of his 
boys like cornered him, right? And Tuki just knocked him out. Like he told his boys, let me show you how to knock somebody out. And then just turns and just blasts this dude in the face and just knocks him out, right? Oh, and and that changed his life for the worse. Because after that, he never wanted to feel that weak and powerless again. So he ended up becoming a gang leader, you know? Just so he never gets put in that position again, you know? When I think of cops sometimes, I think sometimes there are cops who, I mean, people joke about it. Like comedians joke about it all the time. Eddie Griffin talked about this back in the 90s, like when Rodney King was happening. He was like, you got cops, ain't nobody like them. Girls ain't date them. People just call them Buckethead all day. And then they become cops and pull people over. Hey, what you know about Buckethead? You know, you get people like that. So there was this, there was this cop, right? Uh, his... In one of his videos, his uh, his name tag, he had one of the, like like those tactical vests that have your name on it, you know, so they know where to ship your body when you get killed, I guess. And his last name was Slaughter, right? And mm. he, and he was he's a big dude, you know. He's got giant arms. He's a, he's a and according to his Instagram page that I couldn't get into, it was on the description. He's a, he's also a personal trainer, right? And he and his his tag is a uh, dark son of Krypton, and then some of the what, does that what does that even mean? Um, Krypton is where Superman is from. So then, like, what the fuck? Like, what? So what, he's, what so he's basically he's he's basically trying to be clever and call himself Black Superman. All right. Okay. Continue. Yeah. But he had um he had a video right where and he's he's a cop. I don't even know what city he's in, but. Uh, I saw TYT Sports did a little video on him yesterday because he posted a, a video. So this is the gist of the video. I didn't get it all down word for word, but it's the basic gist of it. He said, a lot of you clowns think we cops like to hide behind our badge and gun. Y'all think we can't fight. So how about we come up with a system that the officer signs a waiver, you sign a waiver, you put your camera down, we put our badge and gun down, and let's step in the ring. Let's see how many of y'all will sign up since you think we're punks behind our badges and guns. I'll <laughs> sign a waiver. How many of you will step in the ring with me? And he goes, I'll wait. And in the next video he put out, he <laughs> basically said that, uh, he, he was like, I didn't challenge anyone. Oh, I'm sorry. You just challenged the world. See, the problem with challenging the world is that the world is going to respond. It's like my dad always used to say, no matter how tough you think you are, there's always someone who's tougher. You know? So he found out the hard way. You throw a challenge out to the universe, the universe is going to respond. He got challenges from ordinary schmoes. He got challenges from NBA players. Pro boxers were just like, all right, you want to step in the ring? Let's go. <laughs> one of the dudes was, uh, he, he's uh, one of Mayfield's boys. Uh, Floyd, uh, no, not Mayfield. Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather's boys. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and it just made, I mean, I don't know what video was worse. Him, you know, puffing up his chest and you know thinking thinking like if i show my muscles you know the, you know the real people who don't want to fight the people who get muscles and then they just don't really start nothing because the muscles are a deterrent you know what i'm saying so it's like all right well i ain't gonna mess with that guy that that dude is huge but when you got these dudes who are out there puffing up their chest and out there in a the video like you know that's the point where people are like what you think because you want steroids i'm supposed to be afraid of you i'll knock your fucking jaw loose and would I, would I fight him? No. I haven't thrown a punch in like 20 years. I'd, <laughs> I, I'd be trying to close it. I, I wouldn't. I'm like, wait, am I supposed to have my fist open or closed? Ow, my face. So, yeah, that would not be me. But there are a lot of people who are way better shaped than me, who are actually trained fighters who would love 
love, love the opportunity to get a cop in the ring and knock his jaw off the hinges and not, and not go to jail because you signed a waiver? Oh, my God. There's probably going to be a line around the city <clears throat> for that chance. So I don't know I what he's... Video, I saw this video, like, with um, Kev on stage, like, so, so with oh, his commentary, God. which was definitely funny and light, oh. but... Uh, I love Kev on stage. I know his, like, second, re- like, his response was, like, damn, yeah, he wanted all the smoke until he didn't. Um, and <laughs> the thing that stood out to me when the dude was putting his follow-up video was, like, but you don't know me personally, like, the fact that you want to hurt a cop i was like you you put the challenge like what are you talking about <laughs> you know i've seen superman lose fights but i've never seen superman back down from a fight so he needs to change his name from uh dark son of krypton to like soy boy beta cuck or some shit like that or beta male you know or something like that. I don't want to say Omega Male anymore because you know Odie put me onto the whole. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to insult the Omegas. You know. uh, yeah. But, but um. Uh, but I mean, it, it, that's that's Beta Male 101. You know. Here's the thing. I'm not a fighter. You know. I've I've thrown a punch or two back in the day. I've gotten to a to scuffles back in the day. But you know when back in the day was a long time ago, decades ago, plural. So you think I'm going to be out there getting in people's faces now? No. I'll be laying in a puddle of my own blood and piss inside of five minutes. And I know that. So, you know, I keep it, you know, I keep it tame, you know. But when you got these dudes walking around looking like, looking like Black Bluto, you know, talk about, you know. And then eventually if you walk around like Bluto, you know what, you're going to meet Popeye. And his, and his deformed, form, his deformed forearms. And he's going to knock your head off his shoulders. And it's embarrassing. I don't know what's worse now. This guy puffing up his chest and then backing down with a Karen cop that was in the that was crying on the on the video because she didn't get her egg McMuffin. And I, I I don't know. These cops are just not looking good lately. I mean, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna find a video of a cop doing the electric slide. And then think and the whole time he's doing the electric slide with the with these black folks, he's thinking, I cannot wait to tear gas these motherfuckers. You know. Well, we've been hearing a couple of video, like a couple of clips of them saying such ridiculous things. So in, no- in North Carolina, Wilmington is not that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I live in North Carolina for almost fifteen years. I don't know where anything is. You know what I know is I know where Carrie and Raleigh is. That's it. <laughs> and and I know that Charlotte so is like two hours beat. away. That's it. So I don't even know where Wilmington is. But that 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 audio was disturbing. I mean, these dudes seem like they were dead serious. Oh, they, they absolutely were. They absolutely were. And it just goes in the whole thing. And somebody made a joke. They were like, like, uh, somebody made a joke on Twitter. They're like, you know, cops are so nonviolent. They'll fight you over it. <laughs> <laughs> or quit their jobs. You know, I mean, there are, there are cops who are good. I, I imagine so. <laughs> No, I, I, I don't want to be like that all the time because I got a friend, like a couple of my friends, they're married to cops, you know, and I told you one of my friends, her, her husband's a cop and he was at those, uh, the protests in North Carolina. He was a motorcycle cop too. And, mm. pe- and then, you know, people were high-fiving him. He's taking pictures with people. I mean, from, I haven't met him, but he's a, I mean, from what I see of him on Facebook, he seems like, he seems like a really nice guy, 
and I've seen cops do good work with my own two eyes. So it's not like, you know, like, you know, like I always say, I'm not from Memphis or from South Side Chicago. I've lived in New York. And, and when I did live in New York, mostly we had our own police force. So your cops were your neighbors, you know? Uh, things are different now from what I've been hearing from the folks back home. But I mean, when I was growing up, the only time I ever had really had a run in with a cop is when I had fireworks. How and, are they saying it's different now? I'm really curious about that. Uh, I don't know if it's in the hiring practices, but from what, uh, from what my brother tells me, he still, leaves, he still lives in, in Freeport, you know, and from a few people who live back there, it's not like it was when we were kids. Like the cops are getting, the Freeport cops are getting a little bit more like Nassau County cops. You know, which is not good because I mean, we're I mean, the town I live in now is 160,000 people. It's considered small. The town where I grew up is like 40,000 people. You know, but they have mm. their own police force. You know, so it's like it's Nassau County cops, and then you got Freeport cops. And I mean, people tell me stories about Freeport cops. Uh, I'm not going to mention names, but because uh, my friends told me that they were you know out buying weed and they got stopped by the cops by Freeport cops. And all the cops did was they took their weed and he dumped it on the ground and he ground it with his foot and told him to beat it. He didn't arrest him, didn't hassle him. Uh, he was just like, yeah, okay, you can go home now. You know, he could have taken him to jail, jammed him up, you know, fingerprinted him, all that stuff. But he was just like, nah, it's not worth the hassle for a couple of dime bags of weed, go home, you know? Mm. And supposedly it's not like that anymore. So it's kind of, if, if that's the case, it's sad. Because, I mean, I didn't have a lot of running with the cops when I was a kid, but we grew up in the suburbs. The cops only showed up when you called them. <laughs> it's not like they were patrolling the streets. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, you got, you know, like, like Officer Backdown over here, you know, like that's how people view cops. Like these wannabe tough guys who are out there like, you know, like like hiding behind their badge and gun. And then when they get challenged, when they throw out a challenge and that challenge is met, they're like, I ain't really challenged nobody. Oh, yeah. Like, well, we we like... call them. Oh, no, go ahead, Mercedes. My bad. Go ahead. No, I was like, we just call them empty bricks down here. They all tough on the outside, hollow on the inside. Yeah. You're not going to do shit. Yeah. yeah. So, I was thinking more about, uh, more about actually jumping ship. Because <laughs> 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 that would be the perfect way to transition into uh, Republicans jumping ship. Yeah. I, I will say one thing about Republicans, you know, it, from the start, there were some Republicans who did not like Donald Trump at all. And most of them, the one they ran against him, you know, you had Ted Cruz, who hated Trump, you know, he almost didn't endorse him at the, at the, at the convention, you know, after he got Ooh. the nomination, Lindsey Graham hated Trump and called him all types of stuff. You know, Jeb Bush hated Trump. And out of those three, only Jeb Bush stuck to his guns. You figure the biggest soy boy of, of them all actually stuck to, his, stuck, he stuck to his guns. He had the courage of his convictions. He was just like, fuck Trump. He didn't say, well, he said it in, in his lame, you know, Bush way, but he was like, fuck Trump. I'm not kissing his ass. Lindsey Graham, oh my God. He, he has like a, a poop mustache from kissing Trump's ass so much. And Ted Cruz was like, and we all know why. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor Lindsay. Everybody be cracking on Lindsay. Like he, don't, I, I was cracking on him on one of my friends' pages because he got all mad about something, something unimportant. And I was like, he probably gonna take a sip of his mint julep and then land on his fainting couch. Oh, <clears throat> you know. 
Like, I do declare. <laughs> He's like, I got the vapors. I'm really surprised that he's still <laughs> able to be a politician in South Carolina. South Carolina is not really known for its catering to homosexuality. Now, it's not known for sure that he's a homosexual, but but Dude, I, I, he I, has. He, there's never been an instance of him catering or being with a woman. There's no pictures. There's nothing I can show you that he doesn't have any children. He's never been married. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he is or he isn't. I'm just I, saying he's not the definition of a healthy white male. And, and I would say this. I mean, it's, I mean, we just talked about it. Um, God, I gotta go back in my notes and get his name. But um, in New York, they just elected and and the first African American openly gay congressman. You know, he won his he won his. New York is a hell of more diverse and multicultural than South Carolina. Trust. Right. <laughs> Don't talk about South Carolina like that, sir. Thanks. No, I'm joking. Fuck this place. <laughs> I know you're joking. <laughs> you gotta be. You got governor. I remember the governor before this one. He would fuck off with the tax money and had a whole mistress, mistress on the side fucking up all the tax money behind that bitch. Didn't he have a black baby? Didn't he have a black baby? significant, and, made, and that money could have been used for the mental health, but she made significant cuts too. And if anybody needs mental oh, health, oh, you talking about that the bitch? Southern no, states do. There's more than one governor that you could have been referencing. <laughs> no, no, no. There was one prior. There was one prior to her. One prior to her. I thought it was said that she, he had like a black. Oh, look you talk about um Nikki Haley. That he, yeah, that's what he's. Oh, talking I'm talking about, about oh. Sanford. Sanford was the one who fucked off the money. Oh, um, was it was it was the first name Mark? Was that Mark Sanford? Yeah, Mark Sanford. That's who yeah. I'm thinking about. He's talking about Nikki Haley. I think. Mm -mm. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> the government here is trash. South Carolina's trash and race is trash. And you know the crazy part? South Carolinians—they're like those. I most of the state is like undercover racist, <laughs> and that's what makes it so bad. I'd rather you be blatantly racist in my face. Be like Mississippi and Alabama. I'm cool with that. Just outright racist, so I can know what I'm dealing with. But I, yeah, this state is weird. Our government is weird too. So I'm not defending that. Was just a joke. <laughs> You, you figure like this, when Republicans had a chance to denounce Trump, they didn't because they were afraid of Trump. You know, they were afraid of his, they were afraid of his fans. So they kept their mouth shut. You know, even some Democrats who, who were in purple states just figured it's better to, you know, be a Trump fan, you know, kiss his ass so they can either keep their seats or gain their seats. And it doesn't work because like we always say, why would you vote for Republican light when you could just vote Republican? You think, people, you think people drink non-alcoholic beer? Ugh. I don't even drink beer. But just the fact, like, just the way beer smells, it's just like, I'm drinking this shit for the taste? Ugh, I don't think so. People, <laughs> people drink it to get hammered, you know? So um, now Republicans are starting to have, like, mild criticisms of Trump. And they want him, one, one of them say, like, well, Trump needs to change his tone. We talked about uh, the Southern, Southern strategy last week, right? And there was a guy, I wish I, I, I need to start tagging these things in my OneNote so I could find them easier when I can go back into my notes. But there was a guy, he worked for, uh, he worked for Nixon. And he was basically talking about the Southern strategy. You know, when Democrats uh, in the South during the, uh, you know, when they passed the Civil Rights Bill, uh, Democrats basically just sacrifice their political futures for, for civil rights. Because as soon as they voted for the civil rights bill, that's when the switch started because 
Democrats got decimated in the South. So how did the Republicans take advantage of that? Simple, do racism. But you can't just come out and just be like, and the word this and the word that, you know? So they had the, uh, the subtle, the dog whistle, you know? You had the, they, they pretty much talked in code. Donald Trump mm-hmm. doesn't talk in code, you understand? He's calling, he's calling coronavirus the Kung flu, you know? There was a video I saw, it happened in Brooklyn like a, right. month, like a month ago, and it was, on, it was on her security camera. She was out taking out the trash. You know, I, guess, I guess she was working in a restaurant, and some dude ran up with a jar of acid and threw acid in this woman's face. Ooh. And I was just like, and you just see her like on the ground writhing in pain because he threw acid on her. And, I, and because the whole thing going around was that the coronavirus came from China. Right? Yep. And then when he did the contact tracing, they found out that the stuff that was in New York came from Europe, and then you didn't hear about it no more. <laughs> you know? So I was watching um, 90 Day Fiance. It was like the quarantine edition where they were catching up with like the cast members from mm-hmm. the show. And there was this, this white man who married an uh, Asian woman. I can't remember what country she was from. But it didn't matter because even though she wasn't Chinese, um, they were shopping they made a point to like note they shop specifically at the Asian stores because everybody's Asian. And she was saying like, yeah, when they go out that she gets harassed when they go to like the regular grocery store. And I don't even remember what state they lived in, but it didn't matter because they were being harassed. Like just because of that dog whistling that you're referencing, like it's some bullshit. Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. I mean, and that's Martin, the shit that you see. Martin Luther King said it best. Not Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, sorry. He said that if a snake bites a child, they're not going to look for the snake with blood on its fangs. They're going to look for, they're going to just go for the first snake they see. Every snake they see, they're gonna, just going to go kill snakes. You know, they're not going to worry about the one who did the actual biting. And that's the thing. You know, all these conspiracy theories about um, one, one uh, politician was basically like, yeah, we have this because. Um, thousands of Chinese people are just drinking bat blood, <laughs> you know? And don't get me wrong, Chinese folks eat some, some weird stuff. Like when they were showing some of the, 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 the food stands when, they had, when the Olympics mm-hmm. were in China, these motherfuckers were eating starfish. And I was just like, starfish are edible? I didn't think those things were edible. Me they, had, they had starfish on a stick. Like, the fuck? I, I guess when there's a billion people in your country, you got to eat whatever you can get. And one of the reasons why China has a billion people because they went through long, long, long periods of time with no war. That's why there's a billion people in China. (laughs) So, and I guess when you have that many people, you know, sometimes I I, I guess they would love for Thanos to show up and just snap his fingers up, have them disappear so they can get an apartment, you know, (laughs) something like that. But, But I digress. Put it like this, right? You figure all these Republicans are now trying to do their mild criticism of Trump and trying to distance themselves from Trump because Trump is starting to take them with him. And that's the one, that's where they draw the line, okay? So Trump, uh, Trump being openly racist, yeah, what are you gonna do? Trump stealing federal funds by using his own businesses for federal stuff like his hotels and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, what are you gonna do? 
uh, making Mar-a-Lago the winter White House? Ah, what are you going to do? Having his grown-up jizz be his advisors? Ah, what are you going to do? Right? Gross. But now, uh, the rats are right now they're learning how to swim. So when they jump ship, they have a chance to make it to shore because Trump's poll numbers are abysmal. I think he's down to like 35% approval rate. Right? So it's bad. And now you figure you have all these senators right now in tough races because the fact that the Democrats are going to hold on to the House is pretty much nothing's inevitable. Right? Not even Thanos was inevitable. He lost. But um, I'm pretty sure that the Democrats are going to hold on to the House. But there's also a chance that Democrats may take the Senate. Now, the Senate is a lot tougher than the House, unless the Democrats change the rules. In other words, the big rule in the, in the Senate is uh, the filibuster, right? If they eliminate the filibuster, then it just becomes a simple majority on things. With the filibuster, you have to have a measure passed by 60 votes. 60 votes makes it filibuster proof. If you get 60 votes on a, on a bill, you cannot filibuster. If you get 59 votes, and it's not like Mr. Smith goes to Washington where you have to stand up and then talk for like eight hours and not give up, not give up the floor. Like if you got to go to the bathroom, all of a sudden it's over. No. Um, all you got to do is just raise your hand and be like, filibuster, and it's filibustered. Right? So, but if they take control of the Senate, they can throw that rule out the window. And they could actually start passing some bills. Right? But you figure there's a lot of people in tough races. Tom Tillis, our own resident cockroach here in North Carolina, he's in a tough race with, with Cal Cunningham, who I am proud that I'll be voting for this November. Go Cal. Go Cal. Um, you figure uh, Lindsey Graham's in a very tough race, right? Um, Susan Collins is in a tough race. And they're saying Susan Collins may actually lose. Lindsey Graham may actually lose, you know? I'm pretty sure Mitch McConnell is going to survive his race if uh, right now there's a, a primary race going on in uh, Kentucky. So it is uh, Amy McGrath versus uh, Charles Booker, right? Charles Booker is progressive. Amy McGrath is. And I think there was something I, I needed to check up on. I could have sworn. And, and after, I, after I talked about it, I'm like, I wonder if that was a typo. Because it looked like she raised, Amy McGrath, that is, because she's, you know, corporate Democrat. And then a Trump-loving corporate Democrat at that, that she raised like $40 million. And I'm like... sound like a typo. I'm like, was it, 40 or, was it 40 or was it four? And I'm like, I'll have to look up on that today. I could have sworn it said 40. But um, Charles Booker only raised like $700,000 because he's not taking corporate money. And, and uh, as of yesterday, I don't know about today's numbers, but as of yesterday, uh, he pulled ahead of her by about 3,000 votes. So we'll, we'll find out if money is better than ideas. But the whole thing is, is that the scariest thing for Republicans, the thing that I, I doubted since day one because of all the gerrymandering and just, all, just, just the people of that state is that if Texas were to turn blue, Right. Do I think Texas is going to turn blue? No. Only thing that could turn Texas blue is if the people who normally vote for Trump don't vote for Trump. And why could that happen? Well, it's kind of simple, really. Uh, Trump turned his back on old people. Because who is coronavirus killing the most? Old people. Yeah, but <clears throat> technically they wouldn't be able to vote. 
So, mm. yeah, well, I mean, you can't vote if you're dead. Oh, well, obviously, you can get a stimulus check if you're dead. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, that on Monday. <laughs> oh, America, we're just filled with idiots. I, I did not know that one of the reasons why we had uh, why they subsidized education back in the in the in the sixties is because of the space race. Because we just had really dumb people and the Russians were kicking our asses. And they actually made education affordable so that we can get more people to become scientists to help with the space race. Did not know that. Didn't know that either. Yeah. Because hmm. they were like, our people don't know math. How are we gonna get them how are we gonna get to the move? We can't do simple trigonometry. <laughs> so but um put it like this, right? You figure California is 55 electoral votes, right? California is solid blue. They used to be a red state back in the day. Now they're solid blue, right? New York is 29 electoral votes. Florida's voted uh, blue since, uh, I mean, sorry, they've been red since That's Obama's so second election. So we're not going to worry about Florida. And in Texas, of course, it's 38 electoral votes. If you add, let's just say for argument's sake, Texas were to turn blue, let's just say, right? You figure between Texas, California, and New York, you'd be starting with 122 electoral votes for just those three states. And then they'd only need 148 more points to win. So figure it like this if you're looking at it on the electoral map, right? We don't, we, uh, the Republicans get more states, but a lot of their states have, are like single digit electoral votes, right? Idaho is four points four electoral votes. Montana is three. Wyoming is three. North Dakota and South Dakota are three each. Nebraska is five. Kansas is six, right? But then you got Washington, which is 12 points. Pennsylvania, which Trump did win in 2016. I don't think he's going to win it in 2020. Pennsylvania is 20 points, right? Um, Illinois is 20 points. Ohio is 18 points, right? Um, New Jersey is 14 points. Maryland is 10 points. And those are solid blue states that are double digit. The only real double digit states that they have past those two big ones are, uh, they, they have a couple. You got North Carolina, which is worth uh, 15 points. You got Georgia worth 16 points. You got Tennessee worth 11. But you figure if Texas turned blue, if Texas turned blue, Republicans can never get another president if everything else stayed the same. The only reason why Trump won is because Hillary lost a bunch of the firewall states and she lost Pennsylvania. Right. You know, and she lost, Pen she lost those firewall states because she ain't fucking show up. You know, I, I joked about it this morning. I'm like, if Hillary really wanted to sink Trump's campaign, she'd endorse him. Instant death. Kiss of the spider woman right there, Mwah, dead. Everything she touches <laughs> turns to ashes. She should actually like go on Twitter and be like, um, yeah, like great conversation we had <laughs> and tag him and just be like, yeah, we had such a great conversation. I look forward to working with you. Trump 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 his ass if she did some shit like that. She really should. Like troll his uh, ass. Troll the troll. I, I saw this in a comic book. Yes, it's a comic book. But Spider-Man cornered uh, 
he was in a bar that's frequented by criminals, right? And there was a guy who had information and Spider-Man was trying to get the information from him and he didn't want to give up the information. So Spider-Man just walks up to him. So, you know, he could have just like, you know, punched him and threatened him and like, yo, give me the information. You know what he did? He just walked up to him and gave him a hug. And was like, it was good talking with you. Good, you know, good eating with you and the family. I'll, I'll see you next time. And then he left and he started walking away and all the other criminals were looking at him and what you see one of them going for his gun. And he was like, wait, wait, get me out of here. I'll tell you what you want to know. <laughs> but that would be, that would be hilarious. That would be, if Hillary did that, that would be troll level 1000. I'm just saying. And, and, and knowing, and knowing Trump's idiot fans, that would be work. Better, that'd be a better week than uh, Takashi had with uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh Jesus! <laughs> this is number one. He's he's definitely stunting on social media. Like really excited about it. Pop the champagne and all types of shit. Mm. Takashi, he'll be back in prison soon enough. But um, sure. put it like this, right? The reason why Trump is so successful with his base, the only reason why he might lose old folks, which he, I mean, according to the polling, he's underwater with people over sixty-five because he abandoned them. He left them to die. You know. He didn't do shit about coronavirus. And then what does he do? He's starting to cut funding for, um, he's starting to cut funding for testing places because in his syphilis infected mind, he figures, well, if there's no testing, then there's, then there's gonna be no cases. That'd be like saying, you know what? That'd be like saying I killed my mom because we had her tested for cancer. So if we didn't have her tested for cancer, she would never have cancer, right? Mm-hmm jackass and he was dead serious about that that wasn't him just trying to make a uh, a tasteless joke he believes that shit in his mind in his in his swiss cheese syphilis mind he feels if, if there was less testing there would be less cases diabolical yeah and and he threw his uh what's the name mcenany uh you know, his little, his little blonde bimbo. He threw her under the bus because... He, Wait, which one? Uh, Kaylee McEnany, that's her name. The, oh, um, that really is her name. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, <laughs> to be honest, when you said name, never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Kaylee, was Kaylee was out there trying to say that Trump was just kidding. And when they asked Trump about it, you know what he said? He said, I don't kid. Hey, beep, beep, here's the bus. Oh, Kaylee, look out. Blap. You know, and the problem with Trump fans, right? I, I argue with these assholes more than I really should. Because I, I said I was going to try to stop uh, arguing with them because it's pointless. Because, you know, the cancer has spread to their brains. And, but sometimes they say something. I'm like, Merce, you don't let them get away with that. You don't let them lie like that. You don't let them lie like a rug. No, man. Get out of bed, get in front of the keyboard, and you slap Jack him in the back of the neck with the truth. So it's like my brother says, one of my major flaws, I have a low tolerance for bullshit. But as progressives and humanists and stuff like that, we care about shit like healthcare, education, clean energy, you know, job creations you know, infrastructure, stuff like that. What did Trump fans care about? Confederate flags, Aunt Jemima, and statues of racists. That's what gets them out of bed. You know, healthcare, they're like, I don't want want no government handout. 
until they give out government handouts. They're like, where's my check? Did you get my address right? You know, but let, let, them, let them tear down a statue. They'll surround that statue with guns. But do you think they go to a town hall and, and fight for health care? No, because they're fucking morons. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's not even a matter of if you knew. It's a matter of you know and you don't care. How can you not care about health care? It doesn't affect them, so... But, the, but, that's the, but that's the thing. It does affect them greatly. That's it doesn't I, affect them because they don't need it right this second. Like, it's not firsthand. You know what I mean? It's long game. It's, it's affecting them in the long game, not immediately. So they don't give a fuck. Like, they really don't. My friend was at a town hall in... Uh, he lived in Maryland at the time. He lives in Virginia now, but he lived in Maryland at the time. And he went to a town hall. This is when... This is about... Uh, 10 years ago when they were doing the Obamacare thing. And there were two interactions that stuck with him. He told me about them one day we were, we were talking. He said there was a woman who said that she was against uh, Obamacare because, you know, it's government health care and government shouldn't be doing health care. And he asked about her family, told the guy who was running the, the, uh, uh, the town hall. Mm -hmm. So he asked her if she had health care and she said no. And he was like, do you have kids? She was like, she had like three kids. So he's like, and the guy, he's, he's trying to put it all together, you know, like he, yeah. he yeah, like, yeah. was baffling yeah. him. Like, you have three kids, you're a single mom with three kids and no health care, but you're against Obamacare, right? There was another guy who said he was against Obamacare in that same town hall. And then the guy noticed, he was like, oh, uh, I noticed your jacket. You were, um, you're, uh, you're ex-military, right? Because his argument was government shouldn't be, taking, shouldn't be doing health care. It's like, you're ex-military, right? And he's like, yeah, I was a former Marine. He was like, you know, you know, the obligatory thank you for your service. Uh, he said, let me ask you a question, sir. When you mm -hmm. go for your health care, do you go to the hospital or do you go to the VA? He says, well, I go to the VA. And he was like, and he was trying not to be too, from what my friend was telling me, he was trying not to be too condescending. But he was like, right. uh, do you, and then he asked him, do you, do you enjoy your service at the VA? And he's like, yeah, they treat me really good down at the VA. Says so you do know that the VA is run by the government, right? The VA is only for military and ex-military. So, and it's, it's government run, it's run by the government. So if the government can run the VA, why can't they just run? I mean, you figure with, uh, even with Medicare and Medicaid, the reason why it's so, I mean, it has its flaws. The only flaws I really see in Medicaid and Medicare is not their fault. It's because they pass bills that do not allow them to negotiate for drug prices. So that's the only flaw in Medicare and Medicaid. And that's the part where when my mom was in the hospital where we all had to, you know, give till it hurt because of the, because uh, of the medication part. But as far as like all the treatments and stuff, no, Medicare took care of all that. You know, my dad's on Medicare. He said that was, he said that was one of the best decisions his union ever made for him is that when he turned 65, they put him on Medicare. And he was like, all these private insurance can kiss my black ass. But, um, that's the only thing. I mean, you figure when Obama made the 80-20 rule, right? He made it so that all these healthcare companies couldn't spend people's uh, premiums on themselves, on overhead. And overhead is basically just a code word for CEO bonuses, right? So they made the 80-20 rule. You, have to, you, can, you can't spend more than 20% than of what you take in on overhead. If you do, you got to pay people back. I got one of those checks back. Right. From uh from my doctor, from the insurance, I should say, overcharging me.
I remember that. Well, I remember you telling us about it on the show before. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, now I will say this, as far as Obamacare goes, I'm not a fan of the overall structure, but the protections are, are golden. You know, the Obamacare protections part of, of the uh, Affordable Care Act are golden. And Trump right now is making another case in the Supreme Court to repeal Obamacare during a pandemic when people are getting bills for a million dollars, $400,000 after surviving coronavirus. You know, I know we don't have that much time left, but I did want to read something real quick. I didn't think we were going to get to this today, so I want you to forgive my disorganization, but there were some numbers that came up that I want you guys to take a look at, right? You figure um, a couple of numbers here. here. Here's one, right? Italy, you remember Italy was crazy with coronavirus cases, right? I do remember that, yeah. This was a tweet from, uh, from the 24th of Italy is down to only 190 COVID cases yesterday after their insane outbreak. France is down to 81. Spain has about 330. The USA, 30, over 33,000 cases. Mm-hmm. Right? And then... Uh, hold on here. Bear with me a moment. Here it is. Um, the world average for coronavirus deaths per capita. Per capita is basically a way to measure things evenly among people of different populations, right? They'll measure it in per capita. It's kind of like when they measure gun deaths instead of just, you know, the number during your, you know, just the raw number versus your number per 100,000 people, right? So they do this in, in per 1 million. So the world average for coronavirus deaths, this is the people who pass away. The average for coronavirus deaths per capita is 63 per 1 million people. In New Zealand, they've been outstanding. They are, they're down to four deaths per 1 million people, right? So if the average is 63, New Zealand's the outlier at four deaths. Where do you think the, Uni- where do you think the United States is? Just rough guess, knowing, knowing how dumb we are. A hundred. I, I, I'll tell you this. I wish it was a hundred. 377 deaths per one million people. And, and of course, I had to add on to it, and I said, in any other country, Trump would have been executed. At the very least, he'd have been removed from office. At the worst, they would have executed him. He's practically a mass murderer. And then he's out there. He's like, Donald Trump is like the wish master, except that you don't get your wish. And then he just blames it on Obama. You know? So I, I don't know what to say. Well, I said a lot. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and here's the sad part. I, 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 don't be discouraged if you are in a state that is actively participating in voter suppression. Please don't be discouraged. Use those ballots, mail them bitches in, do what you gotta do. Yeah. I mean, if your state has early voting, take advantage of it. Even if it's being cut down, you know, uh, take advantage of it. But do what you can. I mean, I put it like this. I'm still on defense on voting for Biden. I figure, let's see who he, who he picks as vice president. No one he picks is gonna be good enough, so. I just want to hold out on that. But I mean, for everybody else, I'm like, I mean, most of my friends 
they don't like Joe Biden at all, but they're going to vote for him because he's not Trump. And to me, that's not good enough, but it's good enough for now. So in other words, I'm encouraging people to vote for Biden, even though I may not, you know, because right now the most important thing is getting Trump out of office. But at the same time, I, I was telling one of my friends yesterday before, before we wrap up that I was a loyal soldier for the Democrats. I told the line, you know, I defended people. I, you know, I was the one who was up at two o'clock in the morning responding to dumb responses when people were cracking on Obama. I was that guy. I was a loyal soldier. And I did the one thing that a loyal soldier is not supposed to do if you want to remain loyal. And that's, I saw how the sausage was made. I saw what democratic leadership was all about. And uh, it, it, it shattered my ideology. Mm. So I'm an independent now. And I'm basically, I'm not gonna just vote blue no matter who, that's horseshit. You know, but I mean, in this particular race, unfortunately, as much as I hate it, as much as it makes me just want to shit blood, at the same time, we got to get this guy out of office. And just and just saying that just depressed me. Just saying, yeah, I guess we got to vote for Biden. Oh God, I'm so depressed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it's it's, it's 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 depressing as all hell. Am I going to do it? Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> but if other people, but I would never discourage anybody else from voting for Biden. All I'll say, right. all I'll say is pay attention. Don't, you know, pay attention. Like, like just, just going back off of what Odie said, you know, go ahead and check your voting status now. Go on your state yep. website and make sure that you are still registered to vote. Make sure your secretary of state like that fucking maggot infested foreskin uh brian kemp make sure he didn't pull you off the rolls you know what that insult that was in the video game i would never have thought of an insult like that because that's kind well, of <laughs> I actually that's if you i also uh made a point to make sure that i kept my paper so like i got confirmation that my request to change parties you know was made mm -hmm. um and yeah, I'm holding on to that paper until I vote at least once because right. I don't, I, I know that the letter tells me, it tells me like what my new party is, that I'm just unaffiliated now basically, and that my voting poll is still up the street for me. So right. I just want to make sure that they don't pull any funny shit when it comes time for me to go vote. So yeah, I'm holding on to that paperwork until I vote at least once yeah. at, uh, at my regular polling place. Now, if you're in North Carolina, you can actually look up your, uh, you can look up your friends. So you can actually. Oh, I did that one year. I absolutely did that one year. Yeah. <laughs> I was sending all my people. I was like, is this your polling place? I was like, whose address is that? Your mom was like, make sure you go. <laughs> like, I was asking questions. I was sending up all my friendships and uh, making sure that they voted at the right place. I looked at my friends, I, I looked at my nephews, I looked up, you know, everybody. I was just like, all right, let me just make sure y'all still registered to vote. Because I don't want to hear shit about shit on election day. Because I, I, I mean, whether I vote for Biden or not, I'll, I'll figure it out when I get there. But I'm off all day election day, and I'll be there. I'll be there at 7 a.m., and I'll be eating pancakes at 9 o'clock. Okay? And then I have the whole rest of the day to talk shit on Facebook. <laughs> but I... But I mean, it, it's, it's basically, 
I, I think we run the line between voting as your civic duty and voting as something that you want to do, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's basically, you shouldn't have to mold a candidate to what you need him to be. He should already be that when he gets there, a la Bernie Sanders, right? Like Bernie Sanders is somebody who, like he was everything I ever wanted in a president already. And now we got to now we got to get on our knees. Gotta, we got to get our knee pads and get on our knees. Please, Joe Biden, please at least consider, at least consider public option, something. Now we got to beg this senile old fuck. But you know what? If if it get Trump out of office, that's fine. And then in four years, we'll have to after that we'll have to worry about if there's going to be, you know, President uh, Ivanka Trump or President Ted Cruz, and we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But. Anyway, I could do this all day. Odie, what are your final thoughts? Oh, it would on. definitely help if I was not on mute. Um, <laughs> as always, stay your ass at home. Um, and I'll add this to like, you know, just don't be discouraged. Like I said, um, you know, I think this year everybody's going to have to mail in their votes. Um, just because it looks like we're heading back to another lockdown, so. I, I, I will say this, if you can get your hand sanitizer now, get it now, because closer to election day, it's gonna be harder to get. My supermarket was selling, they had end caps of giant bottles of, of sanitizer. It looked like back in the days when, when like uh, my mom used to have a jerry curl, and um, back, in the, back in the 80s, and then she would get like the giant bottles of activator, Come with a giant yellow bottle. You spray that shit on. <laughs> it was basically just black hairspray. And um, they sell them like that at my supermarket. If you can get your hand sanitizer now, get it now. Okay. So this way, when you if, if you have to go into your polling place on election day, you could at least be safe and keep all these people safe. Because, you know, everybody's not on that same kick of, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I may be asymptomatic, so I'm wearing this for your protection as much as it is for mine. You know, some people are just like, well, I'm an American, you know, somebody, somebody joked about it on Twitter. I'm like, I should be able to cough on my hands and dig it right into your open wounds if I feel like it, because I'm an American. Like, no, you don't. No, you can't. That's not even a thing. So um, practice your social distancing, you know, only go out if you really have to. And if you do, don't forget your masks, you know. Uh, yeah. get a, and I think my friend, she works at a doctor's office and, and I asked, I'm like, which, which N mask should I get if I need to get a permanent mask? And she told me N95. Cause I think there's like N95 and N97 and N99. There's all these different masks. She told me N95 for sure. So, um, and my friend sent me some reusable ones in the mail cause she had a bunch of them in bulk. And I was like, she's such a sweetheart. But anyway, uh, that's our show today. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And uh, you can catch us wherever you get podcasts, except for iHeartRadio. One day, I'll, one day I'll be able to say you can catch us where you can, where you can get uh, podcasts and not have to crack on poor iHeartRadio. I'm pretty sure they'll be fine without us, but they'll be better with us. <laughs> and Odie, what's going on on Oz Odyssey? Oz Odyssey Travel Tuesday is coming up. Uh, I have a couple of good interviews lined up. Um, so I have no, but I still have no idea what episode is going to come out this Tuesday. So just make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, Oz Odyssey is on iHeartRadio, ding ding ding, um, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of that good stuff. So we're around. 
putting a good word for us. I guess it's just because we, you guys are probably don't curse as much as I do. <laughs> I no, I marked the episodes though. I still, I gotta, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll check with Blue on it because it was, it was actually very simple for me. So, yeah. so, all right. Well, everybody, uh, I don't know where you are, but where I am, it's a nice sunny day. So I'm probably gonna get some laundry done in case it rains, because you know, in North Carolina, thunderstorms are just around the corner. So absolutely. Everybody, have a great day. Enjoy yourselves and stay safe and wear your masks. Bye, guys.